John, thank you. Thank you for making it and welcome to Australia again. <laughs> After a while. Yeah. It was good to catch up last week yep. uh, for lunch. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is part of our knowledge series, what we do for us clients mm. and our network, educating them about what our clients do yeah. and also how cyber is important in your business, right? Yeah. So if you don't mind, if you could introduce yourself for, uh, to our audience. Yeah. We just have it conversation around your business and cyber where's the rule okay so uh yeah my name's john joyce i uh uk general manager for play bbs systems um who are uh, an australian company with also a base in the uk um we are a technology company um specializing in fraud detection for the insurance industry um and we have clients in australia a couple in the UK, and of course, um, along with that, because comes the responsibility of, of of security and all things that go along with that, and and of course, Stick Man have helped us on our journey with that. So I think. So what's what's the business actually when you say fraud? The discipline of we take we take claims data from insurance companies, and we have algorithms and other things, uh, models and whatever else. And we just um, run data through these models and, um, and algorithms and they provide an outcome or a results of that. And depending on the results, uh, it, would, it would allow uh, a, an insurance company to either investigate the claim or actually more importantly to so insurance companies is to allow the claim to actually be paid um, Investigating claims costs a lot of money. So if we tell them we think it's all right, actually, then they can pay. Uh, and so when a claim comes in, your software analyzes the claim yeah. and detects if there is any fraudulent. It will, yeah. It, it, it's almost like a traffic light system. So, you know, a raid would suggest you need to look at this in quite a lot of detail. But that amber might be. You know, it's, it, if you might want to look at it and a green site, that's fine. Good luck at it. Yeah. They they made the final decision that, you know, we, we kind of lead them. The software and then look, and then they have to then look at it. Yeah, that's right. Correct. That's correct. Yeah, they, 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 they're in charge of the whole process as such. We just kind of help them and lead them in that way. And, and then it's up to them really to, to decide what they, what they want to do. We kind of pass that process on to them and... And from there on, it's it's kind of up to them. So, but I think you know there is a misconception. I think a little bit about insurance companies that that they they do actually prefer to um, allow claims to to be paid, genuine claims to be paid, because you know that's that's kind of what they're there for in a way to help people with their insurance and with property damage or you know motor damage, whatever else. That's that's kind of what they would prefer to do. But of course, then you get fortunately you do get you do get fraud. Um, and they need to sort of um, be on top of that. Otherwise, you know, it, it does cost your normal consumer um, money because that, that, that has to be funded in, in some way or other. So, yeah, so, you know, we get we get different types of data. <clears throat> the how many variables would you check? Oh, it's quite a lot. It, it, it sort of depends really on, on, on the type of claim or, or whatever else, really. Um, the, but there's a lot. There's, yeah, potentially hundreds. Of different types of of of, um, of areas that we would look at, or you know, 
all the data that we would look at. So it's it's quite complex, um, and it's different types of data. Um, so you know, call back to the cyber side of things, we you have, we have to be secure and sure. so yeah. Historically, all this was done manually. No, we've we've we've. Uh, I suppose we have it. You know, us as a company and, and probably the industry in, in general have have evolved. Um, different techniques have evolved. <coughs> evolved, sorry. Um, yeah, modeling techniques or, or you know artificial intelligence. Um, you know things down to sort of entity relationship matching. Um, yeah, all sorts of things. So probably not manually, but probably not far away. There, I suppose if you went back. 30 years or something i guess a lot of it was done on excel or, or whatever else really but you know there's a, there's a quick or quick evolvement into you know obviously these days cloud-based products help um whether it's just hosting or, or or indeed detection methods um different types of technology for detection methods yeah so you know that there's a huge involvement and still evolving um sort of in the field of of that um, so yeah, it's, um, it, it's quite fast paced, but yeah, as I say, you know, cloud helps a lot. Um, you know, I think in terms of involvement, it probably people would have tried to host stuff themselves years ago and, you know, had bare metal servers and installing things onto those and, you know, and, and then capacity is an issue or, or resources an issue and so on. So yeah, you know, evolving that into cloud helps usually along with you know the, the kind of products that go on. How long has the business been running for them? Um what are we twelve twenty two? Probably probably twelve years now. Yeah, so we, we started in twenty ten. Right. Um with a small team. But did you find the business? I didn't. I didn't. Uh Sola founded it. Um and I kind of followed a couple of years later. God. Yeah. God yeah. So mm. So when when was the first time as a software business, you began to see security or cybersecurity as a prime aspect of yeah. things. Well, I guess, given the nature of what we do, we've kind of always had it in our minds that how important the the data was. Um, I think we used to host things ourselves quite a bit and therefore sort of in charge of our technology if you if you if you like so firewalls whatever else um so i mean in reality you're probably talking actually looking at it properly probably about six years ago or so when we when we decided that we needed to um do more do extra um so what was the trigger well a few triggers to be honest rj i mean we were always mindful of, of the data that we had. Um, and then I guess when we, we kind of moved to a hosted environment, um, and we, we kind of evolved from that, that wasn't, it was hosted, but it was still bare met. Um, probably when we were moving to cloud-based hosting, um, when we were then reliant on, uh, you know, uh, third parties, if you like, to 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 kind of look after that 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 side of security, or at least the you know the 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 the, the edges. Um, that's that's when we kind of decided that we we would look at um, increasing our knowledge, let's say, and and um, 
security awareness and, and whatever else. Were any of your clients asking? Yes, there were. Yeah, that, that was a driver as well. It was, it, weirdly enough, I think the driver from them was pretty much exactly the same time that we were thinking of doing that anyway, so it kind of tied in quite well. But yeah, we were. This is your process of finding a cyber security partner? Well, I think probably the first or one of the most important parts of that was that the, we would it would be an Australian partner um, because, you know, from a client-based perspective, you know, there's more in Australia than not. Um, so I think from a, just purely from a, a, a kudos, if you want to call it that sort of uh, perspective, I think an Australian cyber security company uh, would hold more sway or weight for Australian companies. So, you know, the companies that we work for, if we didn't select or work with an Australian partner, they'd probably ask question why maybe we wouldn't do that. It wouldn't necessarily be a problem, but we just thought it would be it would be a lot easier and smoother um, to do that. So that was the first sort of criteria. What were you looking for in the partner? Well, to be honest, I mean, we you know we were we were all and this obviously where you guys help, but we're still quite raw in in that in that respect. So actually, you know, you look at as you would do normally, you look at websites or you might look at, but that's, you know, various places and, and, and sort of uh, either talk to a few people or, or whatever else. But I think, you know, in terms of um, actual partnership, I think I think you guys are pretty much the first people that we spoke to. Um, and I think I remember I spoke to you yourself and Paul. Uh, and, and yeah, you know, I think, that side of things plain to see really that you know you guys knew what you were doing um and and we we probably quickly realized that you you would help us um not just you know in, in the in the in the obvious ways but in the more um journey and knowledge and awareness way so even you know not not necessarily um you obviously pay for services and things like that but more advice you know that sort of thing. So even the even the kind of informal side of things, um, it, we we could see that it, you know you guys were right for us, um, and that was yeah that was a pretty easy decision to be honest. So how long did it take in your journey to get your compliance and certification? And it, I think that at the early stage we were looking at ISO twenty seven. Correct. Yeah, that's right. We did a gap assessment. Yeah, first step for Correct. Correct. Give you all the reports and then the flannel yeah. and get you. Yeah, the, the the gap assessment was a bit of a shock because <laughs> there were so quite some gaps. Um, how long? Uh, let me think. We actually took. I think we kind of took a while, a little while, to to almost make the leap. So I know we we obviously spoken and those gaps had been done. And I think, um, you know, we, we probably delayed things a little bit ourselves. But I think in total. Let's say when we actually started doing it properly, because I think it'd be a bit unfair, because you know there were quite a few delays on our part to get to the point of actually starting. Um, so in reality, I'm trying to think now. It wasn't that long actually, considering yeah, I was running it from the other side of the world with you, your guys down yeah, Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it was around that. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we had a. We had a lot of work to do, obviously, ourselves. Were you hired and interns? That's right. Well, yeah, that's correct. We, um, you know, we we had a guy working for us um, who we 
sort of pulled him off wherever you know that he's he's kind of day job if you like to just purely focus on um on the ISO um requirements really so the you know he he wrote a lot of our policies and and you know and they were reviewed and and so on and worked with um our guys internally who were you know let's say subject matter experts of you know particular areas of the of the business Paul. um uh, you know work with those guys wrote the policies that we kind of got reviewed and, and then re-reviewed with you and, you know, all that really. So, yeah, we, we did hire a, a, you know, we were, I think and that was a, that was a good thing to do actually, because, you know, I've, I don't think I, I probably wouldn't have been able to do it on my own. Um, but yeah, so that, that's kind of what we did. Um, and then obviously work with you guys to, to, you know, get the certification. It's been what, four years you've been certified to PISO yeah. for year on year? Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. remember that person then left the business, and then right. you took it running it to your threat. He he actually left about two months before the first audit, yeah, which was a bit of a blow. Um, he he had to move away actually with uh, he had some family issues, so he couldn't he couldn't stay unfortunately. So yeah, he left, and <clears throat> kind of I picked it up, and then I think um, one of the probably one of the trips I made out here. Um, to go through, yeah, I think almost to finalise that policy stage and the um, not not just policies, but the you know for, for you guys understanding our policies as well, which is important. And I think that one of the biggest, the most important things for me now, and it comes on the, it, it it comes along with the journey that we've been on together, is that uh, your guys understand our policies, so it's not just me writing things down and talking, you know, your guys will give us direction on, you know, what well, that was different last year or, you know, or you might want to think about that because we know that's not quite how you're doing things now uh, and all of that really. So, yeah, it, it's not just for us, not just about policies in terms of how we work with you guys. It's about understanding. It's about um, awareness of how we work. You know, it, it's it, there's a there's a whole package there. It's not just a tick box for policies. It's it's a lot more than that for us. And then once you got your first certification, you kind of maintained it yourself for you know the foreseeable few years. Yes. Yeah. What was the point in the journey when you looked at Stickwin and said, mm. you know, mm. you know, it's getting a bit too much for us, or whatever the reason was, yeah. and. You know, we have spoken about the cybersecurity as a service. And yeah. Uh, yeah. You've come on board, yeah. bought a multi-year contract yeah. with this, so thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, but what was that reason, right? When things were going fall fine, why did you see this as a service? Yeah. We doing all the grunt work and yeah. you were being inside. Yeah. Why was that important for you and why did why did you make that change? I think probably for, for various reasons, but I think one of the main reasons... I guess is is continuous improvement is that you know we we I would say are okay from a security perspective in terms of awareness in terms of you know I'll talk to my guys um, about different projects or what and it always always um, the you know the questions about security come up so I mean you know we kind of do things okay but in terms of continuous improvement um, you know working with you guys so in reality. Us at KBBS, we've all got day jobs, right? So uh, when it comes to 
uh, awareness or training or policies or you know monitoring the, all of that the heavens, all of that when it comes to so adding all that together you know our, our day jobs kind of get a little bit diminished with with responsibilities elsewhere so you know but it is continuous improvement we know how good you guys are and in reality you know there's a few of us in the company who who, who keep an eye on security and you know we'll, we'll do the training and, and we'll we'll review policies and we'll change policies but in reality that there's only maybe two or three of us that would would do that and we can't do it full time or whatever else so why wouldn't we give it to you guys to do um along with you know we work with you, you anyway on the iso side of things and but why a, why didn't you look at hiring somebody back again it wasn't a cost factor no i mean well i mean i guess you, you could say that i mean we could we could hire someone but i think that 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 higher cost would be more than more than the, i think more than the, what were the service one yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. and then we and it's still only one person you know so i can't we can't rely on one person to look at that that you know full time to look at monitoring policies you know but it's management security yeah we you know we each guy it's just not feasible to do it and we you know we we do we do pay for individual elements of security separately um uh, you know so on an annual basis there'll be iso costs or on an annual basis there'll be pen test costs and so on you know vulnerability management um but of course you know it, it's from a cost point of view it's a lot easier for us just to have one cost uh, with you guys and it's not just about cost it's not really about cost at all to be honest but it's more it is a cost and it's one cost which is from a financial perspective that's great but it's the package really that comes with it that um you know we're, we're not on our own and we you know we you're part of us now almost um you know so it it, it gives as i say it's continuous improvement i think it's a, a recognition on our parts that we can always do more and now with you guys on board, yeah, you know that that's the expectation that we have. That you know it's a different level that you guys know our business anyway, and and you can recommend things, and and I'm sure you will. So basically, you saw the value of we plug into your business as the cybersecurity yep. officer working alongside yep. you. Yep. Though it's a shared service yep. model, mm-hmm. you know it doesn't need that full time requirement, yep. even if it needed. Mm. Externally, one person, the yeah. cost is going to be yeah. too, uh, too high yeah. to even just absolutely. Yeah. Even if you had the money, it didn't make sense hiring a full time person rather yeah. having a team of people. Who absolutely, yeah. I mean, look, we're only a small company. We 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 can't, you know, we can't afford a full time security team of people purely working for us. You know, that's just not feasible to do. Um, and yeah, we. That's kind of the attraction because, you know, I think if you want to get someone who can do pen testing, vulnerability management, security awareness, training, writing your policies, that's not, that's not going to be cheap, you know, but, but to do it properly. Yeah, kind of person. But to do, I mean, and by that, I mean to do it properly. I don't mean, you know, we, you could get, you know, anyone off, anyone off the street, but you could get someone who can't do it, says they can do it. Uh, and it and it can still cost you a lot of money, and but to get someone who can do it will cost you a lot of money. Whereas uh, you know, uh, uh, but it's still only one person. You know, whereas I mean, there's a single point of failure yeah, to your business. Absolutely, 
in he or she means. Yeah. Here you get the monitoring team, which yes. is 24 by 7. We have eyes on all security we yeah. made uh, issues. Yeah. Vulnerability management yeah. on a regular basis. It's got even endpoint detection for any endpoint issues you yeah. have. Then you get the whole annual assessment, certification, pen testing, roadmap, yeah. maturity improvement. So it's a full. Yeah. That's what you saw value. Yeah. Yeah. That absolutely. And you know, you, you know, you mentioned roadmap there. That's that's another thing that we would you know look at working with you guys on because as I say you you know our business. Yeah. You know the industry we're in. You know the type of data that we 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 deal with. So a roadmap of. You should look at doing this or, or, you know, work with us on this or whatever. Uh, you know, that's important to us again because it comes back to the sort of continuous improvement that we're looking for. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, uh, so, fake. Um, just to get an insight into your side of the world mm. in terms of what, how is the, your customers viewing your business today? Right, you've had the security certification, yeah, uh, and now you've downgraded to the next level of yeah. maturity in your security yeah. journey. Apart from certification, you got other aspects of protection. Yeah, how does your customer see what is what? How do they see you as? Do they still see you as a fraud management specialist company? Obviously, yes. But mm. is there anything, any other value you've got out of? Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. Because I think. The journey that we we started on um, four or five years ago, whenever that was, uh, yeah, as I said, we we did take security seriously, but we were quite raw in that area, and I think uh, we show whether it's current clients or potential clients, we show uh, a huge amount more maturity now um, in in that in those areas. Um, yeah, we can answer questions better. We can we can. We can tell people what we do. We can put on our website, not just a little certificate. We can put it on our website. Actually, yeah, we've got the certificate, but this is, this is what we do. This is how we look after your day. So this is, this is how we protect things. Um, this is how we work. Um, so, you know, just. It kind of builds a trust. Yeah. Trust for good words. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that, that's obviously very key, um, to us. And I think. We probably always had trust, but I think there's just really yeah, there's just an awareness <laughs> now. Yeah, that's right. We said trust is not a set and forget. It's a no, going process, right? right? Yeah. Because you know you you can't say you know I trusted you ten years ago. So hence you know obviously every year the security landscape essentially is changing. Yeah. The threat yeah. landscape is changing yeah. so significantly. To maintain trust with your client, yeah. you can't just do a one-off certification once a year and then relook at it 12 months later. It's an ongoing business. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you, you, you've only got to look at recent events in Australia with the, with the sort of data leaks, whatever else, that you just can't um, forget about you know, your responsibilities um, to, to, to the data that you hold, to the people that you hold it for. And, and that's right. RJ, that you need to, you know, the, the trust needs to be there and there needs to be constant, constant recognition, but the, the landscape does change and you can't just sit there and, and just wait for it to change and then hope for the best. Yeah, we, we always, like, you can always be one step ahead, but, you know, you can, the awareness of what's happening around you, I think, is key, which is, you know, and that's what we kind of rely on you guys for now, is that 
we don't have to be necessarily fully aware of everything that's going on. We we can be, but we know that you are, <laughs> and that, you know, and that's that's you know the, the we might guess something off Paul or off yourself or off off Yash or whatever that look you know th this is happening, these things are changing. Yep, we might need to consider doing something differently, some increase on something or other. Fine, that's absolutely great because it just takes one aspect of of like our maybe a gap in our knowledge, but that that gap's kind of plugged now because. You know, you 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 guys have it all. So true. Yeah, and more so with the cyber security as a service. Now you have a cyber officer attached to yeah. this. Yeah. So you're not wearing those multiple hats. Obviously, you are quite knowledgeable mm. in security. Yeah. But when you go yeah. into a client yeah. meeting, yeah. you can bring one of yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as a representative of your business. Yep. Who knows your business? Yeah. Not just right. its whole security yeah. and represent so you. Yeah. And answer any questions. Yeah. Okay. Of the subject to your prolons, yeah, we will, yeah, because you still are the business order on that uh, business step. But then you have that security support, yeah, and the clients, you know, you've got a security, yeah, correct, with your progressive support, yeah, you've got training in awareness, you do annual pen testing, yeah. you've got assessments every year, certification, yeah. so yeah, you've got a complete, yeah, solid package for. Well, less yeah. than a cost of a full time staff, right? Way less than a cost of a full time staff. You get a complete department uh, to go with. Yeah, that's right. This is really exciting, John. Yeah, you and I, and I really appreciate you making the time. That popular. <laughs> to, to no at all. Share your thoughts with us. Yeah, and I hope our audience get value. I percent from your uh, case study and experience of yeah. what what you've gone through. And I think what it's is it the sixth year. For yeah, I think so. Yeah, fifth or sixth year yeah. of business partnership. And now you we have taken it to the next level. So so thank you yeah. for all your support to you and Simon. Yeah. Uh, of helping us and. Um, yeah. Thanks to you guys as well for sure. Yeah. Any last words to our audience about to a cyber or as a, has has been running a business yeah. so long? Yeah. Anything you want to share? As last words. I I well I would just say, you know, you've got to take it seriously. Um, and I would, I would always consider a, a partnership such as ours, because you, you can't do it yourself. You can try and do it yourself, but you, you can't be an expert in everything. And um, you can get an expert in everything in, in a, a much more efficient way than than trying to recruit or whatever else. And yeah, I think the journey that we've been on over the last sort of four, five, six years has uh, has really been very good for us in terms, not just in terms of obviously in terms of security, but just raising the profile of security within our business, but also being able to advertise that externally that, you know, we, we are, um, serious about security. I don't think any, anyone should be in that mindset and, and should, you know, I, I would consider a partnership like ours for sure. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, John. Really appreciate it. Jack. Yeah, I wish you a great flight back uh, to the UK. <laughs> yeah, I can see the sun as the sun's back out there. Yeah, to the Avon Rents. Mm. Uh, so, all right, thank you. Right, thank you for everything. Thank you very much.